It's three o'clock somewhere. Time for a My Mochi ice cream snack. My Mochi ice cream is cool, creamy scoops of premium ice cream wrapped in sweet, pillowy dough. And get this. All of My Mochi's fabulous flavors, like strawberry, mango, double chocolate, and cookies and cream, are only around 80 calories per piece. Talk about a guilt-free, indulgent experience. Each box of My Mochi ice cream has six perfectly portioned, gluten-free mochis that are great for grab-and-go. So feel good while curbing your afternoon cravings, or the midnight munchies, yeah, You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. The harrowing attack. What it was like to be inside the BMW. Besieged by a marauding band of bicyclists. We're going to die. They're going to kill us. Then, good riddance 2020. Ta-ta 2020. Why, it's not the most miserable year ever. It's true. We've had worse. And Dr. Drew's fury. I didn't get the vaccine. Now I'm sick. Why the famous TV doctor was denied a vaccination. It's nearly criminal. Plus, the Nashville bomber's girlfriend. How she warned police a year ago. I won't have hundreds, possibly thousands of lives on my soul. God, don't make me shoot somebody. Then, new video of the woman who falsely accused a black teen of swiping her iPhone. Will she now face charges? And the Gilligan's Island death investigation. This was her on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How COVID-19 took her so quickly. Plus, her parents couldn't pay the rent. She didn't have enough money for food. And she just got into Harvard. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, and thanks for joining us. I'm Mary Calvi in for Deborah. We've made it to the final day of this trying year, and we begin today with the young man and his mom being violently attacked while inside their SUV. In an interview with Amber Cogliano, the son showed us what it was like to be inside the vehicle. The man attacked by a brazen gang of bicyclists is showing Inside Edition what it was like as he and his 75-year-old mother feared for their lives. I just hear her screaming and I think that's what haunts me the most and that's what's going to stick with me the longest is we're going to die. They're going to kill us. 36-year-old Max Trugovnik says he and his mother were heading to see his father when they were suddenly surrounded by more than 25 bikers. It was at that moment as I started to break that there was someone doing a wheelie right behind the car that I didn't realize. He crashed into the back. I pulled to a stop and I even started to open the door to get out. And then I realized everyone is getting off their bikes and surrounding the car. They found themselves under siege. The car was pummeled. A bike was thrown onto the hood. Then this shocking moment, a biker leaping straight into the windshield. Once they shattered the windshield at that point, I truly feared that if they jumped on it one more time, they were going to get in. 
As it shattered, the whole roof started to collapse. Glass flew in our faces. The outrageous attack on Fifth Avenue is shocking the nation. There will be consequences in this case. I don't want to ever see anything like this happen in New York City. So far, police have arrested a 15-year-old youth. They also released these images of other suspects. This isn't the first time swarms of cyclists have taken over streets and wreaked havoc on innocent bystanders. The massing of bikes is called a bike life rideout. We've seen it in Philadelphia where pedestrians were almost bowled over. And Santa Cruz, California. In New York before the pandemic, Inside Edition's Lisa Guerrero was there as cyclists shut down the Cross Bronx Expressway. Hundreds, maybe thousands of bikers are starting their ride right now, right down the streets of New York City. Max says his experience reminded him of the notorious 2013 attack when motorcyclists dragged a driver out of his car and beat him in front of his wife and his child. It's surreal. It's like living a scene out of a movie. He says he hopes what happened to him will be a wake-up call as the city and the nation face disturbing levels of lawlessness. You want help. You want this never to happen to anyone else. I really, truly believe that my elected officials owe me an answer. Max says his mom is so shaken she can't stop crying. In some lucky parts of the world, it's already 2021, but we still have to wait a little bit to say good riddance to 2020. But contrary to popular opinion, it may not be the worst year ever for our nation. The sentiment of the day, good riddance 2020. Finally say goodbye, farewell, ta-ta 2020. <laughs> It seems that the entire world is ready to put this miserable year to bed. Here's Les Trent. And just like everything else in 2020, this year's celebrations are being drastically curtailed. Never in my lifetime did I expect to see Times Square empty on New Year's Eve. Police have closed off the crossroads to the world to all spectators. And of course, there's rain in the forecast, a fitting end to the year. Our Ann Mercogliano wow. found that some folks are still trying to make the most of it. Beautiful. Oh, and it is busy now already. <laughs> At the Watermark restaurant in New York City, you can rent out your own glass house to ring in the new year. You can see on the table they have an air purifier, a heater, and I have to say it is nice and toasty in here. Then after each guest, this tablecloth comes off, a new one goes on, and they sanitize the entire tent. This unique experience is not cheap. Packages start at $600 for four people. Even with most of us staying home tonight, you can kick back and class things up at the Houseman Restaurant. Chef Ned Baldwin is making up meal kits with food you might have at an upscale New Year's Eve party. Christmas cookies, venison meatballs, our dressed eggs, very lightly smoked cheddar, and a smoked sea bass salad. And you can look good at home, too. Social media influencer Michaela Hederman says get dressed up. Honestly, for me, this is more fun than actually going out. I love being able to dress up. I love being able to shoot pictures in a specific outfit. And President Trump and the First Lady flew back to Washington from Palm Beach today, bailing out of their annual New Year's Eve bash in Mar-a-Lago. CBS White House correspondent Weijia Jang. President Trump was scheduled to come back here to the White House on New Year's Day, but instead he decided to come back early on New Year's Eve, skipping a lavish party at Mar-a-Lago with about 500 guests. The Trumps aren't saying why they left early, but it's believed the president is focused on overturning the election.
President Trump is fighting until the very end, and he has made that clear. Here's something to think about. Yeah, 2020 was horrible, but was it really the worst year ever, as so many people believe? Maybe not, says Robert Thompson, professor of pop culture at Syracuse University. If we look at all of human history, uh, no, 2020 was not the worst year ever. According to a recent survey of historians, 2020 actually ranks eighth as the worst year in American history. Topping the list, the year 1862, the height of the Civil War. Second on the list, the year 1929, the start of the Depression. So here's to 2021, and fingers crossed, the end of the pandemic at last. You can say that again. One poll found Americans are the unhappiest they've been in 50 years. A well-known doctor who apologized for downplaying the severity of COVID-19 has come down with the illness himself. And what Dr. Drew Pinsky is really angry about is the fact that he was turned away when he tried to get the vaccine, something he calls criminal. TV's Dr. Drew Pinsky says a hospital refused to give him a COVID-19 vaccine. A week later, he became infected and he's hopping mad. The hospital would not let me get the vaccine because my papers weren't in order. And uh, I will tell you, the scene at that hospital was like uh, a World War II border crossing scene. It was ridiculous. And then I didn't get the vaccine. And now I'm sick. Now I can't take care of my patients who I keep out of the hospital. The 62-year-old MD says he is outraged at the troubling slow pace of the vaccine rollout. Just absurd the way some hospitals are dealing with the vaccine program. It's really, uh, frankly, it's, it's, uh, it's nearly criminal. It's nearly criminal. He is now being treated at home with infusions of the antibody drug Bamlanivimab. Bamlanivimab, everybody. Good stuff. One Instagram user accused him of getting special treatment. Stop this. Stop looking for negativity in these things. There are fears that New Year's Eve parties will trigger yet another surge. Lisa Guerrero is in Los Angeles. Cedar Sinai Hospital in Los Angeles has sent a mass email to all of the patients in its system pleading with them to stay away from New Year's Eve celebrations tonight. It warns that a new wave of infections could push these hospitals to the breaking point. Exactly a year ago, China first informed the World Health Organization of an outbreak of a mysterious new disease. And this is how Deborah reported the first cases in the U.S. when the virus reached our shores. The number of confirmed coronavirus cases in the United States has risen to five. And in Wuhan, China, the city where the virus was first identified, the streets are deserted. It was hard to imagine back then the nightmare that lay ahead. From the five cases to today's number of almost 20 million cases of COVID-19 in this country and more than 344,000 deaths. There is a very good chance that Nashville bombing could have been avoided if authorities had just listened to the bomber's girlfriend. One year ago, she was terrified and placed a call to her lawyer. Now we are hearing the panicked message she left on his voicemail. We're now hearing the Nashville bomber's girlfriend's plea as she tried to warn cops he was a danger to the city. I know what you're doing, and I'm afraid for my life and everybody else's. Anthony Warner's girlfriend left that voicemail for her attorney in August 2019. I won't have hundreds, possibly thousands of lives on my soul, and I will shoot him in the leg if I have to. 
The attorney, Ray Throckmorton, played the voicemail exclusively for television station WTVF, and you can hear her desperation. God, don't make me shoot somebody. I'm going to call him, and I'm going to get him over here, and I'm going to record because I don't have proof. Throckmorton alerted police, and they spoke to the woman. She did everything she could do, and I did everything I could do. And it got, the ball got dropped. Nashville Police Chief John Drake is defending his department after it was revealed that officers went to Warner's home repeatedly to check out the woman's tip, but couldn't contact him and never got inside his RV. I believe the officers did everything they could legally. Maybe we could have followed up more. Hindsight is 2020. I'm afraid for my life and everybody else's. Anthony Warner's only arrest was in 1978 on a marijuana-related charge. It's just released surveillance video of that incident in a New York City hotel between a father and son and a young woman who falsely accused the boy of stealing her phone. And as Stephen Fabian reports, it shows just how intense the struggle was. It's just released surveillance video showing what happened in the Manhattan Hotel when a guest falsely accused a black teen of stealing her iPhone. You can see the woman chasing the teen in the lobby, then grabbing and swinging him down to the floor. The video was released by the NYPD along with a statement that declared the teen innocent and accused the woman of physically attacking him. The woman falsely accused a 14-year-old black teen of stealing her iPhone. The woman the spoke to CNN by phone and said she's concerned about facing criminal assault charges. Of course I worry. That's not who I am. I actually try very hard to make sure that I am always doing the right thing. Turns out she left her phone in her Uber. Show me this is my phone. Show me. No. The incident was also caught on camera by the boy's father, Grammy-winning jazz trumpeteer Keon Harold. That's mine. Literally didn't get it back. Are you kidding me? You feel like there's only one iPhone made in the world? Harold played We Shall Overcome during a press conference where he and his wife, Kat Rodriguez, demanded the hotel guest be charged. No 14-year-old boy should be scared and threatened. They shouldn't have to feel scared or feel like they're threatening anybody. I don't care the color of your the color of your skin. I caught up with Harold. How's your son doing right now? Is he okay? He's shaking up, man. He's shaking up. Harold says he wants police to charge the woman with assault. Back with more Inside Edition after this. Next. The Gilligan's Island death investigation. This was her on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. How COVID-19 took her so quickly. And traveling this New Year's Eve, how not to lose your luggage. These newlyweds found their bottle of champagne just in time. Still intact. Plus, her parents couldn't pay the rent. She didn't have enough money for food. And she just got into Harvard. <laughs> Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Melania Trump secretly recorded again. Coming to Inside Edition. What the First Lady really thinks about not being on the cover of top fashion magazines. Do I care? I don't. Then. 39 to beam up. Thank you. The Heaven's Gate Death Cult. The story you haven't heard. What we were trying to do is really shed some new light on, on the group. Coming to Inside Edition. 
tributes are pouring in today for actress Dawn Wells, who will always be remembered as pigtailed Mary Ann from Gilligan's Island. And we're now learning that COVID-19 took her quickly. Just days before her death, Dawn made this now haunting holiday message for her fans. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. It's the chilling last video of America's sweetheart from the 60s. Actress Dawn Wells posted just six days before her sudden death from COVID-19. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Have a good one. Her death, a shocking reminder how quickly COVID-19 can take a life. She appears the picture of health on Christmas Eve and even hams it up over the crinkling sound of the poinsettia paper. Just sit right back. Back in the day, Dawn was TV's favorite girl next door, always cute and perky, when she played Mary Ann on Gilligan's Island. Gilligan, read your lines. In her last interview with Inside Edition in 2018, she dished on how network censors had issues with her famous short shorts. It was too sensuous, so my little shorts came up to a point, and they'd say, got to shoot it again, Don, you're walking, and I saw your navel. You couldn't show cleavage at all. Ginger was always having a problem with the cleavage. Hello, Facebook fans. I'm glad to see you today. In her final years, Dawn faced financial difficulties, falling $200,000 in debt after suffering a life-threatening infection. It is scary, and you really don't know if you don't have a family or a husband or anybody that's got a, a bankroll for you. It's very expensive. But she never lost her upbeat attitude, says Dreama Denver, wife of the late Gilligan's Island star Bob Denver. The last time I talked to her was on her birthday in uh, late October. And she was in great spirits. She was a really fun, inquisitive, curious, wonderful person. We leave you with Dawn Wells' final words, recorded earlier, but scheduled to be posted tonight. Haunting video that showed Dawn fully expected to ring in 2021. Happy 2021. Happy New Year. Cheers. Be safe. She will always be remembered. By the way, the last surviving member of the Gilligan's Island cast is now actress Tina Louise, who played glamorous movie star Ginger. When we come back, how not to lose your luggage this holiday season. Despite warnings from the CDC, millions of Americans are still traveling, and that means lost luggage. But there are things you can do to keep your belongings safe. It's our travel nightmare, lost luggage. So how can you avoid your bag ending up on the island of lost luggage? CBS News travel editor Peter Greenberg has a tip in case that little ID tag or the airline's barcoded bag tag gets detached. Take a piece of duct tape, tape it on the inside of your bag, and then get a big magic marker and write on that duct tape just your name and your cell phone number, not your address. When the outside bag tag is ripped off by the conveyor belt, they can still identify the bag and get it back to you. Greenberg also has tips on avoiding that other travel nightmare, valuables getting stolen from your luggage. First of all, understand what's excluded from airline liability. Expensive cameras, jewelry, furs. You pack that, you are an idiot. Because of a missed flight, honeymooners Laura and Tim Plyler arrived four hours after their luggage, afraid the expensive bottle of champagne in their bag was lost. It made it still intact. So it will be a happy new year for these newlyweds. Oh, congrats. And coming up, the best news ever. 
finally, she's a 17-year-old daughter of immigrants who beat the odds. Thanks to her high school teachers helping put food on her family's table and paying the rent, she was able to get into one of the most prestigious universities in the world. Get ready for some good news. Why the screams? High school senior Cielo Echegoyen of Santa Ana, California, just received an early admission to her dream school, Harvard University. It was just an insane amount of emotion. I'd never felt that way before. The road to the elite Ivy League university has not been easy. Cielo is one of six kids born to immigrant parents from Mexico. A huge part of my application was my dad's story because my dad was detained by ICE when I was in my junior year of high school. There were other hardships to overcome. Her mom lost her job as a seamstress because of the pandemic. Her assistant principal, Jennifer Wynn, was one of her biggest cheerleaders. It's so wonderful to see her dreams come true. Cielo plans to major in biology at Harvard. She wants to become an oncologist. Her message? You never know unless you try. And it's so much better to try and to shoot for the stars than to, to stay with the doubt. Congratulations. Great news to end 2020. And that's Inside Edition. Have a happy and healthy new year. And we'll see you in 2021. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Inside Edition ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.